Welcome to the Word Wednesday's Lexio Divina podcast. This podcast is sponsored by Christ the King Retreat House in Syracuse, New York. Through this ministry, Christ the King Retreat House is expanding its mission of providing opportunities for spiritual, personal growth, healing, and peace. In this Word Wednesday podcast, we will reflect on the gospel reading for the upcoming weekend. Lexio Divina will challenge us to dive deeper as we look to read, meditate, pray, and contemplate where God is leading us through His sacred word. Hey there, and welcome to the Word Wednesday Lexio Divina podcast brought to you by Christ the King Retreat House in Syracuse, New York. Thank you so much for being here today. It is now Easter. Oh my gosh, we've made it. It's an exciting, exciting time of year. I know this past week for a lot of us was very different. I talked about that in last week's podcast. Um, Yeah, it was weird. It was a weird weekend for a lot of us, but I think a very blessed opportunity um, to work with our bishop this past Friday doing the Stations of the Cross outside. So I hope you had the opportunity to join us for that. If you do want to um, check that out. It is still on our Facebook page. You can go back and see how great that was. It was a little bit chilly, I, I have to admit. But our bishop was amazing at the end of it. He actually turned to all of us when we turned off the camera. And he said, you know what? This is so weird. My hands are actually really hot. And the thing is, he wasn't wearing any gloves or anything like that. And I was wearing gloves and my hands were literally, I think, frozen to the binder that I was holding. And for the bishop to say that, that's got to be the Holy Spirit. It's got to be the Holy Spirit working through Um, that amazing man who is called by our Lord to be bishop for our diocese. So thanks be to God for that. It was really, really blessed opportunity. And just to see um, what our priests did this past uh, weekend in terms of all the stuff that they put out, whether it's the programming ideas, whether it's they did Stations of the Cross themselves, um, whether it was the virtual tours that we did when it came to Holy Thursday, church hopping online, the diocese did a fantastic job putting that out, or even the Sunday Masses. Um, or the Easter Vigil on Saturday. Just great stuff. So thanks be to God for all of that. I was having a conversation with somebody at the store yesterday, and they were talking to me about being a teacher. And they said, you know, this is great that at least this virus happened now, where we're able to get out the resources to our kids. They're able to be on Chromebooks. They're able to be connected with us. And I try to attribute that to where we are in faith right now, how thankful we should be that we have the resources that we have, whether it's through technology, whether it's through the diocesan initiatives that are out there right now. Just thanks be to God. Thanks be to God. I know that it's a difficult time for a lot of us, but we're here where we have to live through it. And I think God is teaching us something through it. And I think God is teaching us a little bit about faith and how great it is that now we get to talk about faith when it comes to talking about the doubting Thomas. One of my favorite stories, one of my favorite gospel passages that we celebrate this upcoming weekend. Um, We're just going to dive right into it. So let us begin. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Let's just settle ourselves and remember that we are in the holy presence of God always. Father, who on the Lord's day gather your people to celebrate the one who is the first and the last, the living one who conquered death, Grant us the strength of your spirit so that, having broken the chains of evil, calmed our fears and indecisions, we may render the free service of our obedience and love to reign in glory with Christ. We ask this in your name. 
Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. So as we have in, in every week on this podcast, I just invite you to settle yourselves in a place that, that's quiet. If there are people around you or there are distractions, uh, I just invite you to find a place, whether you're in your house or you're outside or Wherever you may be, just find a place that's quiet for you or in your prayer space, which we've talked about in the past. Once again, we're going to be focusing on our good friend, the Doubting Thomas, today. Um, It is in the Gospel of John. uh, I just invite you for the first time just to relax and just listen to it through, and then I'll give you instruction as to what we do from there. On the evening of the first day of the week, when the doors were locked, where the disciples were for fear of the Jews, Jesus came and stood in their midst and said to them, Peace be with you. When he had said this, he showed them his hands and his side. The disciples rejoiced when they saw the Lord. And Jesus said to them again, Peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, so I send you. When he had said this, he breathed on them and said to them, Receive the Holy Spirit, whose sins you forgive are forgiven, and whose sins you retain are retained. Thomas called Didymus, one of the twelve, was not with them when Jesus came. So the other disciples said to him, We have seen the Lord. But he said to them, Unless I see the mark of the nails in his hands, and put my fingers into the nail marks, and put my hand into his side, I will not believe. Now a week later, his disciples were again inside, and Thomas was with them. Jesus came, although the doors were locked, and stood in their midst, and said, Peace be with you. Then he said to Thomas, Put your finger here, and see my hands, and bring your hand and put it into my side, and do not be unbelieving, but believe. Thomas answered and said to him, My Lord and my God. Jesus said to him, Have you come to believe because you have seen me? Blessed are those who have not seen and have believed. Now Jesus did many other signs in the presence of his disciples that are not written in this book. But these are written that you may come to believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that through this belief you may have life in his name. Now I will read this through a second time, and I just invite you to pick out a word or phrase that's really nudging in your heart, that's sticking out to you, and I just invite the Holy Spirit to come down upon us right now and guide us towards that word or phrase and crack open our hearts. On the evening of that first day of the week, when the doors were locked, where the disciples were for fear of the Jews, Jesus came and stood in their midst and said to them, Peace be with you. When he had said this, he showed them his hands and his side. The disciples rejoiced when they saw the Lord. Jesus said to them, Peace be with you, as the Father has sent me, so I send you. And when he had said this, he breathed on them and said to them, Receive the Holy Spirit, whose sins you forgive are forgiven, and whose sins you retain are retained. Thomas called Didymus one of the twelve, was not with them when Jesus came. 
So the other disciples said to him, We have seen the Lord. But he said to them, Unless I see the mark of the nails in his hands, and put my finger in the nail marks, and put my hand into his side, I will not believe. Now a week later, his disciples were again inside, and Thomas was with them. Jesus came, although the doors were locked, and stood in their midst, and said, Peace be with you. Then he said to Thomas, Put your finger here and see my hands, and bring your hand and put it into my side, and you not be unbelieving, but believe. Thomas answered and said to him, My Lord and my God. Jesus said to him, Have you come to believe because you have seen me? Blessed are those who have not seen and have believed. Now Jesus did many other signs in the presence of his disciples that are not written in this book. But these are written that you may come to believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that through this belief you may have life in his name. What is that word or phrase that is nudging at your heart? For me, it was, although the doors were locked. I just have a couple of things for you to think about as we try to ponder where the Lord is guiding our hearts through this sacred scripture and also through that word or phrase that may be sticking out to you. But I just love this gospel. And it shows us the various and different kinds of ways that people find faith in their life. And not only that, but faith comes in so many different kinds of ways, but also differing intensities for different people. I think about the beloved disciple and he came upon believing when he saw that the tomb was empty. We think about Mary and she came to believe when the Lord calls her by name. And For the disciples, they must see the risen Lord. Thomas says that, He must touch Jesus' wounds and then he will believe, right? You know, though that need seems to evaporate once he sees the risen Lord, people have different needs in various routes that they find faith. It is instructed to note that also Thomas believed, lost faith, and then returned to an even greater faith. We find this in so many ways when it comes to missionary discipleship. And we see in scripture here, so the Father has sent me, so I send you. It's that call to missionary discipleship that each one of us is called to, especially during this pandemic. We are called to bring Jesus Christ to all those people around us, our family members, our friends, whoever they may be. Is your word or phrase or where your heart is going right now in this direction of discipleship and this idea of bringing others to faith or cultivating where they've been in faith, that it may be different from your route of faith. As we continue further down this passage, we see that the disciples meet in a room in Jerusalem that was locked for fear of the Jews. And the locked doors reflect the fear of the disciples, but will ultimately demonstrate the power of the risen Jesus, who can't be contained by neither a rock or a locked door. And I think for a lot of us, it's surprising that the disciples are so afraid because Peter and the other disciples have seen the empty tomb. 
and the other disciple has seen and believed. Mary Magdalene has also spoken about the risen Christ and has told the disciples of her experience. However, even after the other disciple has seen and believed, it is not clear what he believes. For remember, it's said in the scriptures, it says this, it says, As yet they did not understand the scripture that he must rise from the dead. Furthermore, the disciples are still traumatized by the crucifixion and are frightened concerning what may happen next. I think in a lot of ways, this type of fear disappoints us because they're acting like disciples whose leader is dead. However, after they see the risen Christ and receive the Holy Spirit, they'll be transformed and emboldened. But does your word or phrase really revolve around this idea of fear? I think a lot of us are sensing that right now, that this idea of fear and not trusting in the power of the Lord. It's so easy to fall into that pattern during this pandemic of of not knowing when God's glory is going to be revealed to us and how we get past these difficult trials that we may be experiencing. Is your word or phrase around trust or fear? Maybe one final thing to think about. I think it's great today if you actually take a look at um, our scriptural passage for the day. It's the road to Emmaus. And this relates so much to the scriptural reading because it shows the different kinds of unexpected ways that God pursues us and reveals himself to us. And at times, it doesn't feel like he's there. And at times, we can't recognize Jesus like it. He was in the form of a gardener before, and now he, he comes through closed doors. I'm thinking about all the different kinds of ways that God has revealed himself in my life that were unexpected. Through this scriptural passage, we see that he shows them his hands and his side. My question for you is, what different kinds of ways has the Lord revealed himself in your life? Where does he continue to show himself to you today? And I invite you to spend a few moments reflecting and meditating on that word or phrase, or maybe something that stuck out to you in scripture, or something that we just talked about. think of prayer and 
when I think about reaching out to God. I think about all the different times of my life where I've treated my heart as though it was a locked door. I was afraid to show God my inner self the different struggles and things that I was dealing with. But right now I invite you to unlock the door of your heart and talk to God and relay the different struggles or things that you're thinking about through either that word or phrase or that passage and allow him to transform you. invite you to contemplate for a moment that you are doubting Thomas. You're doubting God in, in certain ways in your own life right now. And you've been struggling with certain things for a while. And you approach the Lord and you begin to touch his hands and you touch his side. How is the Lord looking at you during this process of the areas that you doubt yourself in your own life right now and doubt his power? What is this exchange like for you as you gaze into his eyes after touching his hands and his feet? What, what is he saying to you beyond this? How is the Lord reaching out?
It is my hope that this week you'll continue to focus on the different ways that God is trying to reach out to you through your doubt. I also invite you to think about different ways that you can reach out to those who have always doubted faith around you, whether it's a family member or a friend. This is the perfect passage to get you motivated to continue to spread the peace of Christ to those around you. Let us conclude in prayer. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for our sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. And glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you for joining us for our Word Wednesday podcast. For more information about this podcast or to see what retreats Christ the King of Treehouse can offer for listeners like you, please visit our website, ctkretreat.com. God bless.